Yo, what's up, Reem? Hey, hi, OT, OT. So it has been a while and a long time of zo- of recording via Zoom and yeah. using tech because COVID. But officially, our first time back, back in the at studio. the back at the row of downtown podcast yeah, studio, yeah. And, and honestly, in we're here in person. Therefore, a vaccine has arrived. <laughs> yeah, and we have got the incredibly famous, talented artist who has been part of, um, what's it called? Charlie Slot's Fire in the Booth. Tack. Tackyaki. Tack the Mohendis. El Mohendis. In the building. And for those who are listening from uh, near and far, El Mohendis means engineer, and he happens he to be. A- he actually is an engineer. It's his last sound name. engineer, yes. And it's a, and he's a sound engineer. So you know what? Shout out to Tack and the other artists that performed. And yeah, yeah. keeping it consistent. Hit him with them, hit him with them air horns, bruh. <laughs> Yo, no, but for real, shout out to you guys for doing an amazing job on the Charlie Sloth Fire in the Booth Dubai edition. I heard there were challenges, but it looked good. Bars are fire. I'm a fan. I'm all in. And I want to shout out Adam Million for the simple reason that he looks like my brother's doppelganger. So Adam Million, you need to find out <laughs> what OT's brother looks like because you look exactly like him. Yeah. Like same ID. No one like, would know the difference. I think he is actually your brother and not mine. Oh, yeah, it's likely, isn't it? It's likely. But yeah. Yee. And shout out to Aaron P. Storm for holding up the OG front. Aaron, Aaron. He's the works. only gray haired person with a walking cane in that set. Aaron works so hard to stay relevant that he makes me relevant <laughs> and I don't have to do anything. I'm looking at this. I'm like, I'm going to cruise into retirement because Aaron's going to carry me there. P. Clearly. Storm, honestly. But no, to be to be honest with you, he's my favorite. And I love him. And I think that he holds true to what I think, you know, we do, which is we just want to age gracefully. I think Aaron does that. He does pass down. He does each, he does teach one, you know, each one does teach one in Aaron's world. And to his credit in 2020, he did shine. Like, yeah, what was it? His, his, his fitness, his fitness hashtag run fat boy run has been working really well for him. So Uh, big up, big up Uncle Aaron. (laughs) If you're listening, Aaron, gracefully into retirement we go, son. Thank you. Straight up. Thank you. And as we're getting, as I mean, first off, Happy New Year, I guess. Happy New Year, It is 2021. Yeah. And where we left off last year in our recording with Akawi, that we closed the year with, as always, we do close the year with gratitude in this case for the year 2020 we called it cotton candy grapes because that was a theme yeah (laughs) it was it was a big part of the theme of the year for us and 2020 was a year of survival was it i think it was a year of renewal i don't think i don't think it's survival i mean i don't think it's renewed yet you're in the process of renewal that has not been completed like you know with with people calling it things, the new normal. In some ways, I disagree with it as well, because I don't think we have completed the reset exercise to be able to call it 
and new normal yet. We're still holding the button. You know, like every gadget has a little reset button at the bottom. You're still holding on to it for longer than 10 seconds. I see. I totally so understand what you're saying. We haven't let go of the button yet. So we don't know what the new normal is yeah. just yet. But I feel like when you're renewing, the process of renewing is renewal. And when you are done, you are renewed. So we're in renewal right now. Yeah. I see that as the journey. That's I how see I that. see it. You know what I mean? And maybe this journey is perpetual. This is us in motion right. until I leave the earth and I'm cool with that. You right. Know? As Common says, slow motion better than no motion. Thank so. God for Common. All the things <laughs> 2020 brought me, I found out that Common and I have so much in common. We Do both you know? love Tiffany Haddish. We're, she's she's our girlfriend. But, oh, um, she's our girlfriend. Yeah, me and Common. All right. And uh, we both love Palo Santo. We, we, you know, we, we light that everywhere. Differences, he holds it like he's smoking. You put it. I walk around you, the house. walk around with it. On the Zoom calls. I've right. been known to like. Do you look Palo like Santo you're blessing. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The space. Blessing Before. the space. Me and Common. Your we like sense. words. We are wordy. We are wordists. He's a poet and so are you. <laughs> yeah, I make, I make words. And I see that. Uh, yeah, so Common and I have a lot in common. Common, if you're uh-huh. listening. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, 2020 for me, uh, like we said in the last episode, was renew- is renewal. Sure. And 2021 is not, I don't think that will end here. I think if no. you think that, then you're kidding yourself and you just- I don't think it'll end here, but but that's why I also see 2021 now. You're, I'm in the process of growth. Yeah. That's what I see 2021 as. So if, you know, you've made it, you've made it this far. So <laughs> Against all odds. Exactly. Doesn't matter at what shape or what form, how much you've been beaten up, what kind of challenges and things that you've went through. Hats off to you. Shout out to you because you've made it this far. That's true. Right? You've That's made true. it into 2021. And now this is a year of challenge to, of growth. Yeah. Now the focus needs to become growth. And I, the way I look at it is that at various pillars, if you will, there is mental growth, emotional, spiritual, and in our case as well, business growth. Yeah. Right? And physical. And physical growth. Yeah. Be it in fitness or training or you're eating better. So you know what? Shout out to you either way. Yeah. I think that um, for that's just a personal kind of internal theme for us amongst our friends. Yeah. Um, But I don't want to get into the place we were before Corona, which is hustle porn. Right. I don't want to go there anymore. And growth is really associated with that word. And Mm -hmm. I don't think we, I think it's really unhealthy for us to be like, like if you're not feeling like growth is your thing right now, stand still. Right. That's cool. But it's okay. In that sense. That is also a sense of growth and being able to set those boundaries. Yeah. Right. I think that that's my growth because I'm I've been go 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 even during COVID. Yeah. To the point even that you though got things shingles. stopped. Yeah. And I was at home. Yep. The whole time, um, but waking up in the morning, training, and then and I had routines for everything. Okay, breakfast, and then I start working, and I don't stop till late at night, where you and I decide to watch trash TV. <laughs> Shout out to the producers of 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockdown. Uh, yeah. What other trash did we watch? All what kinds of The Circle. <laughs> the circle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you like, are one really? of the thousands of producers making content just for me during Yo, the quarantine, unreal. I um, thank you. By the way, uh, I know I, I tend to share a lot of cool stuff online. But there is a whole universe of trash TV that I'm a part of. Yes, don't be <laughs> That deceived. I have not been proud of sharing publicly. But you know what? This is my first public announcement about it. So if you if you if you're into any of those shows, feel free to DM us because yeah. we can sort of talk about. We can actually create a season just talking about trash TV. I have no. I'm problem okay with that. It. And you know what it was was I and this is something that we always said is like I'm never going to meet these people. 
without this portal into right. this world. You wouldn't know what their lives look like. How would I know about Sean? How would I know about <laughs> all my friends? These are my new friends. And no like, Neck Ed, by the way, has been a, the meme highlight of 2020 right. as well. So I thank every producer who puts me first, <laughs> not these people. Because I know when this is I'm watching this, I'm like, how did they make it so good for me? Right. And it was an opportunity for us to not be like, okay, we usually have these thoughts about self-improvement, you know, betterment, life performance, and all this stuff. And, and they're so exhausting. But also there are people in the world that this is not part of their life projection in any way. Yeah, that's us now. We're, <laughs> we're in the reality TV like, I mean, it's, it's not part of their ambition. Yeah. It's not part of their interest. And like, and we watch this and I just question people's decisions in life. But then I have to accept that maybe they, they're living better than I am. I don't know. Like Yo, it could be part of this. Some of them are bothered. The way they, we're bothered... Some of them the, are not bothered. Because my stressors in life are definitely not theirs in right. any shape or form, but, you know? Yeah, to that point, <laughs> if you love trash TV, yeah. well, welcome to our welcome to our crew. Welcome to the tribe. Yeah. And uh, I do think like this was, this was a time, like when I look at what does growth mean, for me now, it means genuine presence and acceptance. Because, you know, we've, we went through so much in such an, a, a constrained amount of time that the world will never be the same. And I'm okay with that. I right. really deeply am okay with that. Um, my circle of friends is not the same. And I'm okay with that because I believe that people cycle through. They come through and we have goodness when there's, you know, at the heart of it. Um, but growth has to be now about healing and mm -hmm. healing traumas of my past. So things that have nothing to do with what happened when I was a grown-up. Things that happened when I was a child. That's what I confronted when, you know, everything went silent. And I'm very happy to say that growth-wise, I put more barriers down to protect myself than ever before. And that's something that I never did before. We were right. an open, you know, we were an open flowing community. Um, but we needed that time to... Yeah, for sure. And know, what, other, what other forms of growth that you're, you're looking to focus on into 2021? Um, mindfulness. I know it's really trendy at the moment, but mm -hmm. be, but we, but I know that, so for those of you who haven't done this test, uh, I did this test called the big aspects of your personality test. I can't remember the exact um, title of it, but uh, my anxiety, stress, and neuroticism levels were extremely high. And this is really uh, amongst other levels like right. intellect and extroversion but that part in particular was extremely high. And what that meant to me was that it would, you know, what, what it meant to me was that I needed to be more mindful to counteract that. And uh, there is a really deep sense of, you know, um, sadness I have. That old Reem, that Reem that was like hustle nonstop. She has to take a back seat at the moment because mm -hmm. what I'm facing now is something that I know a lot of us are facing, which is the recovery of trauma, healing from trauma. And that's not something that can be done. Sometimes it takes more than a year. Sometimes it, everybody's different. But confronting that, facing that, finding tools for each one of those things, that's what this year's growth is about. And challenging the idea that business has to be a constant hustle. I don't believe that it has yeah. to be. I've, I'm looking for new heroes and leaders that are doing it with grace um, and people who don't charge into something Right. Blindly, you know, I think I mean, I agree about the blind, uh, no, not charging into things blindly. But where do you define grace and where do you find define these boundaries? But also a question of when. What right? do you mean? When? In the sense that 
as everybody who've set up, built a business from zero has gone through the ebbs and flows of that experience where, okay, now, granted, we're not for hustle porn, which I completely agree with. There needs to be some downtime. But even with that, you're... The, the amount of time you're putting into your work and the amount of grind you're putting into it is still higher than the average, right? That's a choice of stressors because you chose to run a business. So now you've opened yourself to new forms and higher forms of stress that were not necessarily, yes. you know, as being employed, right? That you, you don't feel when you're employed necessarily. Um, so look, here's here's where I here's yeah. where I totally see what you're saying. So in that business I'm- journey, where can you actually slow down? Because you're trying to make ends meet. You're approaching it now from a lens where you're trying to make ends meet. Therefore, you have to gun it forever in order to make ends meet. I'm challenging that idea. Mm -hmm. I'm challenging that idea in a world where now Zoom is actually a part of how we interact with each other. We don't necessarily have to be in person. In fact, sometimes we can can deconstruct a lot of the workflows and make them far more seamless. Secondarily, the choice of businesses in our portfolio. If you have burnt out six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, is this business really for you? Is this really worth what we're doing? Mm. And the business that didn't do that, like in my mind, we they will look for leaders now that are balanced because our imbalance is partially what drove us to, yeah. you know, it, it, to exhaustion. So I'm not saying I have an answer today. But I'm saying that I'm going to challenge that idea. So I look at people like Ariana Huffington, who built the Huffington Post, which is a remarkable platform. And uh, she actually fainted from exhaustion and now is the num- is a leading voice for balance. Right. Balance in business, balance in spirituality. And where is that balance in business? It's people like us who used to do things and say, we go nonstop until it locks in. We don't say that anymore because it doesn't help us anymore. Going nonstop now means compromising the health of our team members because their exhaustion lowers their think, immunity. Okay, but I think that there's a few points here. Like in the example of Ariana Huffington, her passing out from exhaustion, that came much later in her journey, yeah. right? So she have put the foundations and the building blocks and got her business to a point where Granted, at by then she should have slowed down and found balance. Right? No, but why does so, building the business? Have so this is to what I want to come to. Out? So there's the. Um, it's not just. It doesn't have to burn us out, but I think I'm challenging it to play devil's advocate of where and when do you draw that line? Because oh, we're gonna figure that out now. Yeah, because we I think there's a line answers. of there's a very thin line. I think in that where that hustle is also driven by sense of ambition, right? Mm. And ambition is what put you here, put you on the seat in the first place, right? It put you in the driver's seat because of that ambition. So then trying to set balance uh, balance and slowing down around it kind of goes to some degree, which is counterintuitive, but is better in the long run, right? So So this makes an assumption that every business you built starts from zero. I've put 12 years into the business world. I have 12 years of experience under my belt. Mm -hmm. I am not starting from zero. And when you start a new business, neither will you. You will have four years under your belt. And so for me, when I look at it, I'm like that we make the assumption because the business world tells us that when your margin is at zero, your bottom line is at zero, your business is at zero. And I'm challenging that. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a different way to look at the world. Do I know what that, word, that answer is right now? No, but I am looking for other leaders to be my partners to grow that. 
because I believe that at the moment, our stamina as a, as a community is fatigued. We have been through a lot in the past year. Expecting people to get to that 100% hustle will only end up in hitting a wall and hitting a wall and hitting a wall, and you're going to burn through creativity. Mm-hmm. The creativity is going to suffer. Right. So the challenge is at this point. And I think, but that creativity in what sense? Because in business, finding creative solutions. To, it, to business problems. Of course. Yeah. That's okay. I just wanted to clarify has, that. Yeah. Business for me has always been a creative outlet. The way we build things to answer questions. Uh, you know, music is made to answer to, a, you know, to a world, to say something, to be a voice box. Uh, and business is created to answer a problem. And the problems of today are certainly not the problems of, you know, last January 20, of like a January a year ago. So I believe, and this is something that I'm not completely there yet with my, you know, business thought, but I actually believe that in this time of great change, new leaders can rise that are somewhat, they, their worldview may be a little different. And we're seeing them. We're seeing the proposals that come through to in, in uh, you know, on pitch book. They're looking different. They're sounding different. A, a triple bottom line is not as remarkable or strange as it used to be. Right. Um, because more people need help than ever. So, and I'm, you know, it's interesting. I just say like, oh, okay, I have this new business idea. And immediately today you heard like people connect to businesses that think about people. Yeah. And. Um, but I feel like that's something you always believed in. I always believed in yeah. it, but I think the way that I approached the challenge was very different. How is it different? I allowed more, and you, you'll know this, I allowed more voices to be at the table, which in times was not the right decision. Um, I did have a really, I could outwork most people, but that didn't mean that I could be the best leader possible by working out, out by outworking most people. And I'm sure I'm going to listen back to episodes where we talked about hustle and really, you know, we said before, if you show up, you probably are going to win. I wonder if showing up means showing up at, you know, midnight on a, on a, on New Year's Eve, which I've done before. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Is that really where I should be or should I not be with my mom or with my family? Does that compromise my business? No, I have 12 years in the game and I should build a business that does that with integrity. Right. But don't you think that I agree. It's not that wouldn't compromise your business to show up somewhere at midnight for New Year's Eve. No, I mean like to work up until that point. I guess we, we we would burn out. Yeah, but I also think that keep in mind, even through the past few years of our grind, we still made time for the special occasions. We still took time out. Yeah. We still found ways to we did our best disconnect, even if it's for an hour, a couple hours a day or a week, right? Right. And that kind of um, that kind of approach to building business, you know, and also having people in mind and actually advocating and fighting for people's rights and fighting for the culture and fighting for the community in the way the business is set up. Um, that gave, a, I mean, I think in some ways maybe there was for the most part balance there because we were always, even though, and I'm just going to call it out, even though we had Gary Vee on the show, we disagree a lot with his hustle porn mantra and approach yeah. to the way things are done, right? Because I get it, it works for you. Doesn't mean it's for me or nor is it for everybody. But let's call truth. Let's call truth where we see it. We have burnt out as a team more than we should have. Like, let's be real. Yeah, it's once, at least once on an annual basis. That's not okay. And, but then. If 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 it wasn't our bodies and it was the business, we would immediately react. 
if a if our business went a burnout is when you go past zero, right. not zero, yeah. you're past zero. If our business bottom line went that far, we would make immediate changes to it to react immediately to the situation. But when our bodies and when our spirits and when our persons, we watched each other drag ourselves to the end, right? Saying this is for the betterment of the business. That was an old world. Mm-hmm. I think that there is an opportunity now to build a brand new world, to answer questions that people didn't have in January 2020, mm-hmm. and to answer questions that deeply people need to, to hear the answers to. So we couldn't have built it differently. We did what we thought was right every single time. But now, in 2021, we cannot stand for a single burnout. That is not necessary. I don't believe that's necessary. Right. I think the compromise of that is a create is a creativity in the business, in the art, in the whatever it is, um, that you may not rebound back from fast enough. So I'm just saying, as a general thought, growth for me is reevaluating how we see the space because it's changed completely. It's changed completely. And I don't even know how the creative industries are going to recover. Right. So this is a time where creativity needs to speak to people or else no pockets are going to open for your art. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah. And I think that I I feel like we're looking at it from this creativity industry perspective. Yeah. Because that's what we built. Yeah. But I also, as we've been talking, like that's not the only thing we're looking to build either. I think various industries require different levels, right? But I think it it does circle back to that. And maybe this is a question to the listener as well, where where do you draw the line between ambition and pulling back and setting boundaries and slowing down? Or protecting yourself and enjoying it. So it's like... Let's call it protection. Yeah, we were talking to Stefan, who is the host of Forever Student, which is an amazing, which is a podcast that actually speaks directly to the issues that we're talking about right now. Yeah. And Stefan said, you know, if you take a week and you literally mark down all the memories. So on a Sunday, on the Sunday, you look back at your whole week, including the weekend, and you say, What are all my memories? And you mark down all your memories. He says he remembers 90% of the community moments, hanging out with his, you know, fiance, right. uh, being being in like being athletic, being with his friends. Uh, And he remembers 10% of the moments at work. And he says he's been pretty consistent with that. And Tack said, actually, the lines are very blurred for me Mm -hmm. because I don't do things that don't make me unhappy work-wise. So, you know, sorry, that don't make me, like, if they don't make me happy, I'm not going to do them work-wise. So the balance is different for everyone and we have to find our own balance. But at the heart of it, it's that we're taking stock of this stuff now, which we didn't take stock of before. And when we're building businesses, especially in fintech, in real estate, in the in the banking right. you know world, we need to be building them with this human element in mind, or else we're going to have all the infractions that we've had leading up to you know the time when the world shut down, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's dope. I yeah. like that. You know, I get that. And I think in a case of someone like Stefan as well, his business space has been designed around his mindfulness and his mantras. And I think he's at a, um, I wouldn't say polar opposite, but um, a different direction or a different, um, a different direction is a ship, right? That allows him that. But I also, those of us listening, he said ship with a P. Yeah. 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 Right. (laughs) But yeah, like I think Stefan has, Stefan has, has 
he's the guru that sold us Ferrari, right? He's the monk that yeah. sold us Ferrari in a way where he left the corporate, while he was at the corporate world, went and did a silent retreat in a temple, in a Buddhist temple and came back and brought those learnings into his practice. But also I think it defines who he is today. It's not the same Stefan you met before 100%. that trip. Yeah. So, and his business practices and what he does revolves around that. I mean, the entire show that was built on Forever Student was about that, right? And this inquisition, right? Right. So I think he's he's more into the inquisition of mindfulness and meditation and that practice and where to slow down and where to, not only with work, but I think just to better yourself as a human overall. So that that's been his space and he's been but that space wonderful. is where we find the line yeah that's where that you, you ask the question yeah, where's exactly. the line between hustle and 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 hustle and ambition are not binary you no. don't have one or the other they're not and they're not intertwined yeah. they're two separate ideologies yeah and they may occupy the same space like a venn diagram it, that's what i was going to say it's all a venn diagram status right yeah. where i think hustle and ambition have gray spaces, but they're not the one in the same. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily that symbiotic, right? Some people could be ambitious, but not as as hustlers. And other people are, I don't know, maybe they could be complete hustlers, but I don't think they're not ambitious either. I think hustle has ambition imbued into it, but I don't think that, you know, ambition necessarily means hustle, if that makes sense. Well, right? the way that I have learned it recently, and it's something that I'm carrying with me like every day, and it's given me a, a lot of happiness is the, it's, it's sort of a weird mantra that says no hurry, no pause. Mm -hmm. And it's based on this analogy that to, um, and, and I think there's, there's also Buddhist analogies around it, but uh, two bicycle riders are going up a very, very bumpy hill and one of them decides to gun it, just gun all the way through and just whatever it is, just go all the way. And one decides to take a leisurely ride and kind of understand every, you know, like hill and valley. Mm -hmm. And the difference between them was two or five minutes. They, one came in later, one, one made it yeah. first because he was gunning it. But then the second one understood the journey knew every pocket, knew every hole, knew the scenery, had thoughts with himself. Mm -hmm. And now I'm contemplating, is there a possibility that sacrificing five minutes and still making it to the finish line, not necessarily being the first, but being a really happy, you know, um, person that finishes deeply. Right. And there are pros and cons to both though. Absolutely. Right? But the, what we were, was the first yeah. one. Yeah, and, and like that, with the racer, there is a, in a business sense, you're, you know, first first to the market, pioneer. Um, and that experience there is you've developed uh, a cardio, right? It's a hit training, your bandwidth and your stamina might be higher. There are these benefits that that brings to the table as course. well, right? Whereas with the leisurely, you might have seen more, you're a bit slower. And now the question is, but you're not so slow that you don't is, finish. The question is that, is it a race though? Because of course. Of course it is. So then, We're all, right? If you're, if you're both on bikes and you're headed in the same direction and someone yells go, yeah. you are in a race. Okay, and so it's like when homeboy, when you're on a treadmill and homeboy comes next, on the treadmill next to you, we're racing. Whether, oh, yeah. we, know, whether we know it or not, or it's we're like, in this, yeah, right? Or it's like me at the gym. Yeah. I don't pay no mind to anybody. I don't care who is there. I'm on my own journey. And I believe that the businesses that I adore are the ones I just suddenly looked and I'm like, they all found their journey. 
And they did that because they had stillness in moments that were absolutely required. Like really look at Phil Knight's, like Nike. In -hmm. the moments that were the most tense, stillness was absolutely required. That Zen was required to make the right decisions. Gunning it at 100,000 only made mistakes along the way. And when I look at, there are many other examples that I'm still working through. As in like, I'm looking and saying, is this really a blueprint? But, and that's not something I'd like to share now. But I, I do that. feel like as we look into the new space, the world of events has completely been changed. Yeah, that's never going to be the same. production completely changed. The world of music completely changed. Right. And you, we've been seeing the change with music way before Way COVID. before, exactly. Yeah. So, and the, 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 the so and all of those changes are driven by tech, right? Yes. And I think that like, even when you look at the, the Phil Knight journey, like he was racing through. As well, there are moments of stillness, yes, but he raced through. Um, in what sense? In the sense of... Because it took him as, decades to build the brand. But those decades were consistent of continuous back and forth and a sense of competition and going out there. That's and, always there. Right? That's always and there. That, just because you're leisurely... And that built into the mantra of the just do it. Right? No, just so, show me what is real. That's the deeper yeah. mantra. And I think show me what is real was his personal mantra, yeah. right? But what he imbued into the business was different. But because he was he was on a go, go, go mantra, yeah. right? He was constantly pushing to find the next product, to find the best option, the next best deal where, you know, he lost partnerships that were developing his product for him. So like, all right, I'm going to build it myself. And yeah. he found new producers. So like, it's not that one he of the sat biggest... around. No, no, no one or, sat around. Or, you know, or really just stopped and not worked. No, no, I'm right? just saying we don't need to burn out. Yeah. That's all. It's as simple as that. And I know that you're resisting that thought. Yeah. But no, I'm not resisting is, it. I'm here to play devil's advocate yeah. to question it because I think that I believe there's a place for it. And as I said earlier, I think my question still stands of where do you draw the lines? Yeah. And right? it's found in, so the, the answer to that is actually found in mind, in being mindful and building mindful business. And the latest mm-hmm. talk published at Google was mindful leadership. Right. So it's being taught at business schools. It's changing the way that the way that we are operating or the way that we operated was great for a different time. Um, and I think the biggest conflict or the biggest um, challenge that we are going to face as business people of the future is exactly what you are articulating. When you were talking about the race, you didn't separate the racer from the race. Mm-hmm. I do. The racer has a personal mantra and that's what he enjoys. And that's me, Reem, separate from the businesses that I build. The businesses that I build now have to be separate because I have to honor what they are and their pace and their rhythm and their zen. And I don't know if that's too blue skies thinking, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's a better adventure to be on than just trying to build it, rebuild an industry that I think has taken massive hits and I don't know if they'll recover. Right. No, you know? I think rebuilding an industry, that's a separate conversation. A, that has I, nothing to do with That's not this. a journey that, no, but some people are doing that. Some no, no, people but who are no, listening no, no, but will I think do that. That's, that. that's not what we're building or where, where we're going with this. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. Because I think that building business is a bit more general than trying to rebuild a business in a dying industry. Like totally. That's, that's but very I, when different. you talk about growth, yeah, I see it now, which I didn't see it before, as there's a personal growth mm-hmm. and there's a business growth. Right, which we said at the beginning. And sometimes when you, and when we replay this episode, I'm excited because you, you, you didn't separate them in your conversation. Mm. So, and this is something that everybody's going to do. 
when we talk about our business and our business business people, just like the man is separate from his music, right? We eventually, unless you bec- you have to become epic, and they'll start to have those conversations about separating you because you can't just be human. But I do feel like this is the next part of the conversation, and mm. I think the next year we ask about growth, it will be about separating and having peace on both sides, and maybe, just maybe, there's balance there, because where we were before January 2020. I don't think most of us really understood how to be separate and how to be equal. Right. And that's part of the next place okay. we'll go, I hope. And I think that is a note to end this one on. And we will revisit this in January 2022 <laughs> and see where did this go yeah, and yeah. how did this turn out throughout this year? Yeah. And what is growth? Yeah. And if you are listening, thank you for listening because it has been a journey for us. And I know that it's been a journey for you. And uh, yeah, thank you for sticking it out with us because uh, like we said, we're figuring it out as we can. That's it. Thank you for kicking it with us today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this week's episode as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast at to stay up to date with all our conversations. Also, if you don't mind, hit us with the five-star rating, leave a comment, let us know how you feel about the show. That way, it could also help others find the show. And be sure to share it with your friends and family, whoever you think can benefit from it. You can holler at us on all social media platforms at The Can Show. We'd love to hear from you. Or you could drop us an email to hello at thecanmedia.com. Salam.